Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Music and Film with Luana. Hi, what's up guys? <laughs> Alright, so last week we talked about taking your vision to the big screen. Yes, and this week we're going to be discussing how to write a good music score. Yes, and that's very important. Writing a music score for film. Alright, just give the people a bit of an overview of what that entails. So, for example, uh, last week I talked about Pirates of the Caribbean. So each character has uh, a melody, an individual melody, and um, also an instrument. So the audience knows uh, when the character appears. For example, in Pirates of the Caribbean 2, Batman's Chest, um, Jack Sparrow, um, he has a a waltz melody, uh, which is accompanied. Um, played by a cello okay. and uh, if you if you have seen the film Shine a Light um, there is a part like a violin part it's, it sounds like really nasty and it's like, ee, 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 like <laughs> this yeah, yeah. crazy sound it, well, um, why do you think they did that for Shine a Light? Because uh, for horror film, uh, ah. string instruments are really popular. Ah. And you can make different sounds with a violin. Yeah. Uh, it depends on how you play it. And you can make like really nasty sounds like this yeah, scra- yeah, yeah. scratching. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you can even um, play drums on a violin. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really interesting. Nice. Yeah. So you want to continue on the Pirates of the Caribbean theme that you were on about, like, for example, Keith Richards. Yes. He's an actual musician. He He's actually, the- yes. Actually, Johnny Depp was inspired by uh, Keith ah. Richards for, for his For his uh, role? Part, yeah, for his ah, role. I did not uh, know that. Jack Sparrow. Keith Richards is always wearing some stuff in his head. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, Johnny Depp, he, he talked to the director about the look and... Uh, Gore Fabinski, he liked this idea. Yeah. And Johnny Depp was the one who hired Keith Richards oh, wow. for the third, wow, third part to play his dad. Oh, wow. That is pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact, I did not know that. Yeah, and he's playing uh, guitar in the third part. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> a musician, yeah. an actor, being a musician, playing the guitar. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. That's cool, yeah. So, um, what else can we like give the audience in regards to what you were, you started on yeah and the second part uh, for special special sound effects yeah. uh, they were using salad to oh, okay you know David Jones and his crew members they sound like and when they walk yeah they, they were just using salad and to um, oh, wow. support all the movements they're doing. That's pretty impressive. I mean, it's it's like the things behind the scenes that you don't really know. It's just pretty impressive. It is. Anything else? (laughs) Anything else? Um, Oh, yes. So, uh, regarding writing a good score, it has to be easy to memorize. Okay. Singable and repetitive with different variations. I know this might sound obvious, but why easy to memorize? Easy to memorize because you want the audience to be able to uh, to sing the melodies and okay. yeah. that's also um, yeah to raise the sales for the music. Ah, okay. 
for example, like like a pop song. Yes. Like last Christmas, everybody can sing it all I want for Christmas. Every, <laughs> yeah, stuck, yeah, yeah. The melody is stuck in your head or, or for over over years. Well, not me, but I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same with film music. Yeah. Um, Game of Thrones. Dun 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 dun. dun. Ah, you know, I just, love that. Just name the the film, and you know exactly. Okay, this is the song of the film and yeah. the theme song, or My Heart Will Go On from Titanic. Oh, I actually yeah. love the Game of Thrones. Yeah theme song tons. yeah it's so funny because in terms of like TV shows I usually skip the opening credits uh-huh. but for that I actually watch it and it now just hit me <laughs> that yeah. I watch it to hear the music that's the power of music yes yeah. that's pretty impressive uh-huh. any other powerful theme music powerful theme music well, well not powerful Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean okay um Schindler's List oh, okay very Steven sad Spielberg's. music but beautiful yeah yeah. Let me see. Are there any? Hmm. Well, not really. I mean, apart from Game of Thrones, that's like that's really got to me. That's yeah. really, yeah. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to think. No. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, a lot of Christopher Nolan stuff I, I really like in terms. Well, it's not Christopher Nolan's mm-hmm. Hans Zimmer mm-hmm. for the most part, but. Yeah, outside of that, I don't really... There's none that's they're not really memorable to me. What about yeah. you? I, I mean, this is your area, so... Yeah, this is my area. I'm um, a trained musician, yeah. and I can easily memorize uh, melodies, even, like, difficult melodies. Yeah. What but, makes a melody difficult? Um, difficult to sing. Oh, okay. And uh, if... For example, classical music is tough oh, well. to memorize. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah, but um, there's a trick. If you use classical music for film, yeah. and you can, you have this image in your head, you can uh, memorize uh, the melody. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you, so you said the film. So you're looking at the visual component mm-hmm. to remember the audio component. Okay. Yes. Okay. This particular scene with yes. this melody right there, and then you can memorize it. Oh wow! Yeah, that's actually a pretty good trick. Or if you you play an instrument and you memorize the violin part. Yeah. Yeah. But say for example you're an aspiring music composer, mm-hmm. uh, and this is that episode how to write <laughs> a score for film, right? Yes. What would be the first step for that person to actually start writing? Okay. or composing music you, um, you start with a theme for example um, in Pirates of the, the Caribbean because yeah. I know the music really well this is the theme and uh-huh. then you, you just play around with this you can make different variations with it uh-huh. different okay. um, instruments yeah. and yeah different uh, paces as well mm-hmm. yeah so the theme is the ba-da-da. What, what would you call that? Well, besides the theme, is it like that wouldn't be the melody, right? Yeah. It would be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the melody. So you just. But again, what if you're just starting and mm-hmm. you're composing from scratch? You never heard that melody. Uh huh. What would you recommend that person to do? Okay. Um, you just make breakdowns. Da da dum. Then you can do da da dum, da da dum, da da dum. You can break it down. Okay. 
So you have a foundation, and then you can play around with the notes. Then you can ba da dum bum ba da dum bum ba da dum bum ba da dum. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. All right. So say for example, you have this aspiring music composer, mm-hmm. and someone says, "Here's my short film. It's a horror film." Uh-huh. What's the first step that aspiring composer should take? Um, so you uh, just choose um, the instruments. Yeah. Most likely string instruments. Because of a horror film. Because like this. Oh, what if it's like a comedy? Comedy. Um, uh, you can use uh, a trumpet. Oh, okay. Yeah, like <laughs> something like this. Yeah. Okay. Why a trumpet for comedy? Uh, because you can make funny sounds with it as well. Oh, uh, okay. If you know um, Gunhit Calling, she's amazing. She's a multi instrumentalist, singer, okay. yeah. tap dancer. Yeah. And What's her name? Gunhild Karlund. She's okay. from Sweden, and uh, if you watched uh, the video clip uh, "Happy" on YouTube, Gunhild Karlund, she's playing three trumpets at the same time. Happy, the Pharrell song. Or? Yes. Oh, okay. It's amazing. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And what about drama? Say, for example, you're doing a drama piece. I'm guessing mm-hmm. it has to be slightly sad, or yeah. Yeah. So. What instruments would you use, or would you recommend this aspiring music composer to use? Um, I would use as well string instruments, oh, okay. and also um, you can use piano. Okay. Piano is beautiful. Okay. Piano violin. This is a beautiful combination. Would you ever recommend using like electronic, like electronic keyboards or? That kind of stuff. Yeah, you can uh, you can fake the sounds with. Okay, but would you recommend it? You what, can do what? it. I mean, you can you can uh, use a traditional classic instrument, yeah. classic guitar with uh, with uh, an electronic uh, piano. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Say for example, is it easy for you to notice the difference between the actual instruments or the electronic version? Or sometimes, really. sometimes with uh, all the music softwares, it's hard to hard to hard to, to oh, wow. hear the difference. Yeah, because they are getting better and better. For example, yeah. I recently recorded um, a Broadway Disney song. Yeah, with a whole orchestra, oh, wow. but it was all um, a Logitech. Oh, so wow. there was no real instrument. The only real instrument was the piano. Okay, and uh, guitar. Oh, wow. And, but all other instruments were fake. But the sound, <laughs> the sound uh, yeah. is, it sounds real. Because ah. you can, um, yeah, you, you have different options to fake the sound, the violin sound. Yeah, so it sounds very similar it's to the real sounds, thing. Yes, okay. pretty close. Yeah. I'm guessing there you have a lot of like music composers who are like, I will only use real instruments. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but it's uh, yeah. How much money can I was you spend? just gonna say yeah. Is that it's, it, yeah. What what's the breakdown on that? Like, what's the cost of going with real instruments over, not fake instruments, yeah. but like electronic instruments? I mean, um, it also depends on the producer. Yeah. Uh, some producers they charge two thousand dollars per song, or five even five thousand dollars. Yeah. It also depends on uh, how famous they are. Okay. If they're a Grammy Award winner. Yeah. 
like for example if you hire Rihanna's music producer <laughs> uh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but uh, the average is about 1000 2000 per song uh. and then you can hire your musicians a whole orchestra can cost uh, more than yeah that's lots of pricey. thousands of dollars but yeah. I mean hmm. who or uh, what you can do you can hire two violinists yeah like uh, a quartet and then you can double the voices explain to the audience what, what that is the word so, you just okay. used a quartet <laughs> yeah so for musicians like a bass player uh-huh. a violinist um, violin um, cello player and uh, then you just um, double the voices you, um, so they played the same part yeah. five times six times Oh. And then you can create an orchestra sound with it, with this music. Oh, software. so it's basically like these individuals they they create samples. Yes. I guess, and then you just com- you put those samples together yes. on the. Okay. Exactly. Huh. Huh. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like, I, I mean, so, so in some cases they're not even playing together. Yeah, I mean sometimes yes, sometimes not. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's also. Uh, yeah, everybody's schedule is different. So yeah. you just record the violin. Yeah. The other day you just record the cello player. Oh wow, it's pretty pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. And uh, usually you um, you create a bass track with a click, so they're playing on time. Okay. Yeah. That's why when you uh, also watch the behind the scenes. Uh, uh, for example, Pirates of the Caribbean. There's a lot of <laughs> bonus uh, when you buy the DVD. Yeah. You can see everybody's wearing um, headphones, uh, headphones yeah. and they also have a click. And while they are playing, um, the music director is watching the film as well, so they're on time with um, with the film. The music director? Yes. Okay. So the the, the big screen is behind yeah. the orchestra, and they're playing at the same time. While so the film is playing. in those sessions, would you have what is considered to be a maestro, or no, or who would be the maestro in that in that case? Even if you if if you have one, would you do you have a maestro in that those sessions, like a mm. conductor? Yeah, yeah. Would you? It's uh, so you have the music producer, uh-huh. the conductor, the composer. Yeah. They're usually sitting together in a music in the studio. The director, music, yes. the film director, film director as well. Yeah. Mm. producer yeah 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 so the music producer works close with the conductor or maestro yes and the director mm-hmm. okay so who who takes the lead in those sessions like who's in charge um i would say regarding time and finances the producer oh which yeah. which one of the producers the, the film? film producer yeah. oh wow yeah, yes. okay okay <laughs> because the film he has to be in charge of the budget for each department yeah and sometimes what ha- what happens in uh, pirates of the caribbean 3 they were running out of budget a little bit for music and, and Jerry so Bruckheimer jo- stepped in. joe Fabinski, he was playing uh, the bass Bass, oh, wow. bass guitar for yeah. uh, if you see the, f- uh, the scene when uh, Jack Sparrow and David Jones have a commitment and uh, the, the scene is on this desert island uh, and you can listen to 
they used the sample of um, what's the name of it? Um, I forgot. <laughs> Something like. Yeah, it was a. Uh, this melody was played, used for another film, but they oh, okay. made their own uh, version of it. Huh. Yeah. So you can actually take a sample from another film and mm -hmm. just add to it or yeah, you manipulate can, it? I yes, guess? you can manipulate it. You can use other instruments. That's what oh. they did. What genre was that film from? Oh, it's from the 70s. Oh, but what genre? West, white, West. white Western film. Oh. Oh, I mean, it's pretty similar. Yeah. <laughs> pretty similar. Yeah. I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean is yeah. like a, like a not a western, but like a cowboy esque yeah. film. Right. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Any other films you know like that where they took they took a melody or took a sample from mm -hmm. one film, and used it in another film? Um. I mean, I'm pretty sure um, they've done it a lot. Yes, a lot. But yes. I just wanted to know if you like have one that really stuck out to you like uh -huh. wow oh okay that's pretty cool um let's see <laughs> no i mean it's it's okay if none is coming to you right oh, now i mean uh for example the devil was prada with mary okay. streep and Anne they Hathaway. used they, they used the madonna song woke the famous one. Oh, okay okay it makes sense because it's a fashion song yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool yeah. pretty cool <laughs> all right so Say, for example, someone just gave you a script mm -hmm. and the film is not even nowhere near production. Mm -hmm. Gave you a script and says, hey, can you start composing music for this? Mm -hmm. what, what would be the first thing you do? Okay. Uh, well, I read the script different times. I make breakdowns. Notes and such. Notes. Mm -hmm. And uh, so usually the director, he knows well this scene will be shot so yes. i i would go to the location and oh, just okay. take pictures and okay this this scene will be shot in the forest mm -hmm. so i know which instruments i can use to to make this also sound uh, yeah. as a as a music composer you you have to be also a sound kind of person exactly yeah and yeah, yeah. Uh, create this environment and ambiance so yes and yeah then i would uh yeah for example character Break character a okay i would uh, write a melody for character a character b yeah. and where do they have a conversation uh how can uh can my melody how can the melodies come together yeah i was like just gonna ask <laughs> yeah how, how do you do that so yes. i'm character a you're character b mm -hmm. and we we enter a scene together mm -hmm. How do you blend both of our melodies? Um, so I would, um, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, if you listen to Bach, um, all his crazy playing on uh, the cembalo. Who? Bach. Bach. Okay. Bach. So there is theme one, theme two, yeah, and then they come across. And yeah, it's like uh, an introduction, theme one and theme two, yeah. and also the, the instruments come together. For example, you use for, for character A a violin, for character B you use a cello, and then you put it together and you use a bass. Oh wow! Yeah. So you but have you, you use the bass, uh, which is playing uh, character character A's. 
uh, melody and character beast melody, but with another instrument. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But so it has another meaning. Yeah. So <laughs> another sound, deeper yeah. sound. I'm guessing that must be pretty hard because you're pretty much using two different melodies and uh, you're trying to blend them seamlessly. Yeah. But there can also be a case to be made that you want them not to blend if it's a conflict. Mm. Like, all right, for example, one of my favorite films is Heats mm-hmm. with um, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino yeah. when they had that diner scene. I'm thinking now about like if you're the composer, you know one is a robber and one is you know like a cop and whatever. Yeah. How do you make the melodies clash to evoke a certain level of emotion mm. that the audience is seeing? It's like that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Like if you actually pull it off. It's like a ma- magnet. It, so you like uh, exactly it crashes. Yes. In. Yeah. But you want it to be done in a way that is not disruptive. Uh-huh. Unless you want it to be disruptive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you want it to either complement each other or disrupt each other, but mm-hmm. not like, oh, wow, this music is too much. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I guess finding the perfect balance or the not balance. The dy- dynamics. Yes, exactly. Right. So I think that's uh-huh. pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what about say for example a character how do you make the music a character in a film? Okay. Um yeah, it has I mean it's it really it's like uh you're portraying this character in the melody. Yeah. And uh, so therefore the melody has to be as strong as the character. For example, if you're uh writing music for Wonder Woman, so what is what is this character about? So yeah, she's yeah, yeah. Uh, um, standing for equal rights and for women rights, and she's a go-getter. Yes. So you would use like um, upbeat, uptempo, yes, up-tempo like strong. Yes. Okay. Also, you that's how you choose the instruments as well, based on your character. If you're uh, portraying. Um, very introvert introvert shy character you use you can use a, like a triangle for example like small instruments oh wow <laughs> like oh, why a triangle perc- that's percussion seems... instruments kind of yeah like, because it's more like, what like uh, uh, the character is shy to start a conversation and yeah. it's like sneaking around a little bit huh? <laughs> and percussion g- gives you what, what gives is... you like uh, intimacy and like oh, wow. like magic because it's softer of. it's soft yeah okay mm-hmm. ah, that's mm-hmm. pretty impressive what if the, the guy's a bully like a bully who picks on kids in high school or whatever you can use a drum for example what if you want to trick the audience so you have those scenes where you see this guy walking into mm-hmm. the hallway, then he mm-hmm. turns out to have like a very soft voice. So you have like, <laughs> ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. then he arrives like, hey, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it happens. Some, yeah. yeah, it happens in life. So you, your persona doesn't match your voice. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So as a composer, would you ever like write a melody or write the person's, I guess, soundtrack to not reflect their character but to reflect the opposite of their character 
yeah you can do that too okay. it really depends on the director how he wants his vision mm. and yeah you can totally you for horror music you can oh, write yeah. funny music <laughs> yeah. make funny sounds Good like point. if it's a horror comedy yeah yeah why not yeah mm. it doesn't have to be like it in, if it makes sense it's art so yeah exactly yeah so it's about like just being creative yeah be creative absolutely absolutely yeah. nice anything else you any final thoughts on final thoughts um, on this topic on this topic um yeah if you're um if you want to write music for film you just have to uh pay attention to film music and yeah. Also, what I recommend is uh, Philip Glass. He's awesome. He uh, is one of the founders for Minimum Music. Okay. So Minimum Music is basically you have it's it never stops. It's like you have it starts and you can make different variations of it. That's yeah. why film music is it's it's in your head oh. and uh, it's very repetitive. Yeah. Yeah, if you listen to Philip Glass or Abel Kozinovsky, he uh, inspired me to write, to actually to start writing music for, for piano and violin in 2013. I was Whoa. just improvising for 10 minutes on my piano. Yeah. I recorded it and then uh, the parts I liked the most, I wrote it together, like I wrote the music score. Yeah. Yeah, just be creative, improvise, and make something crazy. <laughs> so is Philip Glass, he's a composer? Yes. Uh, what, films? Film and orchestra. And okay. also he wrote um, uh, an opera for Angelique Cho. Okay. And I was uh, honored to see her perform at Carnegie Hall. Oh, wow. In 20, was... 2017, okay. in January. It was his 80th birthday, and yeah. he was there as well. So, like, give me an example of a film he has composed music for. Um, he composed a lot of films. Uh, I forgot the names. Are they... Look it up. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So, Phil Glass. Truman. Oh, Truman. I think Truman, yeah. With Jim Carrey? Yes. Oh, I think, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And another film, it's about a cook. And. Is it a recent film? That uh, one? No, the one about the cook? Old oh, one. It's okay. an old one. Hmm. Yeah. But, the but you can um, also, each composer has his style. His or her Because you have a lot yeah, of Yeah, you can, if composers. you listen to Philip Glass and also his operas, The Voyage. Yeah. And um, yeah, you can easily recognize his music. Okay. Same with Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Yeah, and then you understand. Okay, why are they composing it this way? Yeah. Yeah, maybe I could be wrong, but um, with Hans Zimmer, his stuff seems to be very like big and bold, like <laughs> out there, and I really like it. Yeah. For, yeah. I, I think he's like phenomenal he used a lot of orchestration ah no that makes sense yeah that makes sense <laughs> yeah Philip Glass is a little bit different he uses more the piano oh so it's like more intimate small, more intimate more yes. much smaller yes oh, okay uh-huh. and Hans Zimmer is like very you can actually tell that it's, it's a much bigger team yeah yeah that's... and the interesting thing is uh, Hans Zimmer if you read his uh, biography he 
actually never studied music. Oh, okay. Uh, his parents uh, forced him to study math. That's not bad. Yeah, but yeah. then he, <laughs> he wanted to do music, and yeah. uh, he does everything by ear. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait. Same with, yeah. Oh, but he knows how to write music, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, he learned it later. Whoa. Yeah, but he does everything by ear. Wow. So he hears a melody, and then he just... I don't know how exactly he just uses his uh, music software and then he hires his musicians and they play it. <laughs> That's mind-blowing. Yeah. So it's like he hears something yeah. and he's like, all right, let's do it. Same with Cindy Lauper. Her type of composing, how she composes is she just sings into her phone and she she can't write mu uh, music she can't no <laughs> <laughs> and she wrote kinky boots the musical wow yeah it's interesting everybody has his, his that, own that's the thing about like the arts writing it's, music it's, yeah exactly yeah it's i can write music yeah. and i can write and read music and you can record I, music yes, too yes but i'm more i'm more like uh, i would say cindy Lauper as well Okay. So I, if I hear a melody, uh, I just sing it in my phone and I usually have the lyrics as well together with the melody. And then I, because it's, it's hard to, um, to write it down the way you hear it. Oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah, how it's, would you it's like a system you have, uh, you have to decide, okay, how do I write it down? Like, uh, yeah, the, the notes, uh, the length of the notes. Yeah, I was just going to say, how do you do it? Because, all right, yeah. you hear a melody, like, mm, mm, how mm, many bars mm, for mm. this melody? Yeah, how would you write it down? It's like, like doing math. Huh. The same. Oh. <laughs> Good thing he studied math at Zimmer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking about it. Like, mm -hmm. mm, mm, the rhythm. Mm, yeah. So how would you record it? You, you just record like what you hear. Yes. Like the hum. Yes. Like humming. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah that's like that actually makes a lot more sense because i was thinking like how would you actually record the music the mm -hmm. yeah the, huh, it's pretty impressive so yeah any final thoughts that's it yeah all right <laughs> all right thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of music and film with luana all right you want to plug your instagram yeah it's luana dot official Alright, see you guys next week. Bye bye. This has been a Rob Radio Network production. Check out our website at rrn.robbent.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>